This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. If you smell what the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of June 24th, 2018. This is the road to 2020. And this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. And I'm Jake. This week we answer the XFL's most recent crowdsourcing questions on social media. And we answer your questions. This is episode 21, and it's another edition of the XFL Mailbag. Jake, how are you? I'm doing good. I mean, my P.O. box was just overflowing this week. I'm sure it's the same with you. Uh, I do not have a P.O. box, but what you were getting a, a bunch of XFL uh, questions in your you, P.O. box. How do you get mail? They slide it right through my front door these days. It's pretty sweet. I, I don't know. We're, we're from different areas of the country. That, that, <laughs> that, that's that's clear. But, yeah, we, we got mailbag. We're taking your questions. Uh, we're also going to be talking, you know, a little football AF because big news there, uh, you know, Number eight, I believe, but I, I don't want to steal your thunder. So, so go ahead, Chris. Well, that's that's where we'll we'll start. No, you're not stealing anything. Yeah, we're going to get to the the tweets and Facebook posts that the XFL's official account has put out this week, asking all sorts of crowdsourcing questions, trying to get a gauge on its fans. But also, you guys and ladies have sent us tweets in. Remember, you could always send in a question, a comment, or an idea for a future episode if you want to help produce the show. Hell. This is this is a collective here at XFL show on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, always welcoming your thoughts and opinions. And many of you have sent us in some questions over the last few weeks. We're going to get to a few of them. That's at XFL show on all social media platforms. And of course, the website is this is the XFL show dot com. Let's go into the news and let's talk about football AF, Jake, because the Alliance of American Football has its eight cities set in stone with the final eighth city being announced this week. And it is San Antonio, Texas, beating out St. Louis for that last spot. Surprised? Um, It it was not my prediction. You know, I, I did predict New York City, and I'll own up to that. But San Antonio, great sports town. So it's, you know, it's a good one. Yeah, big chance here for San Antonio to shine. They almost got the Oakland Raiders, so you know they're hungry for football. Let's and go we into said there, We said, you know, there there had to be a team from Texas. Yeah, absolutely. And let's hope the XFL takes the same approach as well. Have to have football in Texas to be a respectable pro league. We all can agree on that. Former San Diego Charger head coach, former Oregon State head coach, former Nebraska head coach, Mike Riley will be the head coach of the San Antonio Alliance team. and But the general manager is a really interesting guy. Dow, former Dallas Cowboy legend Daryl Moose Johnston, who's a current Fox NFL analyst, Jake, and he's going to keep his position at Fox while also being the GM of this San Antonio franchise. 
Yeah, the moose is loose here, and you know, I mean, if you can keep both positions, you know, great for you. You're the you're the general manager in the you know inaugural season of an experimental league. It sounds like something that you can balance. Yeah, well, I feel like everybody involved in this league, except Charlie Ebersol, has another either full time or part time gig. I don't know if that's a good thing, is it? Well, they're not all, you know, there's only so much Ollie North money or Ollie Luck money that, that's out there today. Uh, I, I mean, you know, definitely if they could pay everybody where that could be their only job, you know, it, it would seem a little more put together. But like I said, for first time ever, you know, on this group, at least, I don't think it's anything to be too concerned with. Now, here are the final eight teams San Antonio joins. That's Orlando, Atlanta, Salt Lake City, Phoenix, Memphis, San Diego, and Birmingham. Of those eight cities, Jake, how many do you think the XFL will actually set up shop in? Oh, in those cities already? Uh, Orlando, you know, Orlando is a lock. Uh, I don't, I think they're going to stay away from Memphis and Birmingham. I don't really think there's a reason to go there. So Orlando definitely. Uh, I, I don't think you want to go back into San Diego yet. I, I, I'm going to say Orlando and Atlanta. I, I think, you know, the XFL is going to have a contingency in the great state of Texas, but I don't think it's going to be San Antonio. They have one snow city in the AAF, that being Salt Lake City, right? Everywhere else, yeah. You can get cold uh, in Tennessee or in Alabama, but no, you're not going to see any powdery white stuff. No, no snowballs. I think there's a huge opening, I guess, now for the Northeast in the XFL, right? I mean, maybe they'll re- be regional leagues. Maybe, maybe we're in the territory days for, <laughs> for football. I, I mean, that, that would be great. I'd love to see those days come back. Now, I, I mean, do you think maybe the, the obvious answer is yes, but I'm going to ask you, do you think that the AAF purposely set the cities, you know, for more fair weather? Yeah, I I think they want to avoid as much headache as possible when it comes to cancellation of games, and that can be expensive, especially for a league like this. You don't want to be somewhere where it takes a lot to cancel, you know, a a professional football game. You know, unlike Major League Baseball. Well, not even can't not even cancel, but you know, or just attendance. You mean attendance? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you would cancel it maybe for low attendance, if anything, because of uh, bad snow. Uh, people getting snowed in, yeah, that that I think it was smarter yes. than to do. Everybody that. Everybody has has to sit on the home side of the stadium. <laughs> yeah, everyone, please sit over here because we want this to look good on the CBS Sports app. Um, yeah, th- they chose really good cities. I like them all. I think the XFL will, uh, has had to have sent one of those iPads to. I would say all those cities, all eight of these, have to be part of the thirty, right? Oh yeah, I, I think for sure. And now the AAF's next move will be uh, waiting for NFL training camps, I guess, to play out. And then they're going to put together rosters whenever players become available after NFL cuts. They're really formulating their schedule around the key dates of the NFL. So that'll be the next big thing we see from them. They are they are moving their ball along, even though they have a bunch of part-time guys and Charlie Ebersol working at this thing. 
Well, they have to, you know, they're on the clock. They did not give themselves two full years. Less than eight months until kickoff, Jake. Like the XFL 2020 did. Less than eight months until the AAF kicks off. And this is great. It's, it's, It's coming together, and it's been done in an orderly fashion. I think you could respect that, Jake. Yeah, I, I think, you know, they, they clearly had a plan going into this, you know, before the announcement was made, they had a number of pieces in place. You know, we, we praise them for, uh, you know, giving us extra content to digest, to share with you, you know, all, all the cities, uh, the coaches, the general managers. So, yeah, they're, they're definitely together with that. But, you know, that those eight months are going to creep up on you real fast here. Yeah, but also we do have to acknowledge that there is very little hype for this league. You're still not going to go out, walk on the street, say Alliance of American Football and find an average sports fan that's going to know what the hell you're talking about. Now, we're we are football junkies and we're talking XFL every week here because we love the XFL, but we also love football. XF people I I I would still say in terms of in the public eye, public consciousness, people will know the XFL is making a return before they know that there's another new league called the AAF, would you say? Oh, absolutely. Plus, I mean, I think, you know, if you if you just, you know, tell people or ask people, have you ever heard of the XFL? They may not know that it's coming back, but they will know, you know, uh, many will know that the XFL existed. But if, you know, if you tell them, are you excited for this, you know, this AAF league coming and say, huh, what? I, I think that's true. Yes, yeah, so they got to start building up some hype. I think maybe do pull some sort of stunt. Maybe maybe something in Vegas with a guy jumping off a, a building on a motorcycle that holding an AAF flag. I don't know. Do something to catch people's eye here. They should really enter themselves in that Red Bull flume talk, you know, <laughs> yeah. where, they, where they just push stuff off, you know, off the ramp into the water. Get a sponsored drone in that a uh, drone racing league. <laughs> something. Something yeah. to get people's attention, AAF. Uh, we got you got our attention, but what about average Joe Blow out there? You know, yeah, it's good. it's going to take some. T- it's again, it's going to take time, but they don't have much. They don't, but they're luckily for them. They do have some states that are legalizing gambling here. Real quick, we got Delaware, uh, New Jersey's coming very soon. Mississippi should be by the end of July. I hear is going to have legalized sports betting. So that'll also be very good for the AAF. Are you ready to dive into this mailbag we have, Jake? Now, our mailbag this week consists of listener uh, tweets and Facebook messages and Instagram messages from people hitting us up at XFL Show, but also stuff from the official XFL account because they're crowdsourcing, which means they're asking straight up to the fans questions of what we want to see as they formulate their league we're going to answer some of the xfl's official questions as well yeah a lot of good stuff here i you know i did review the questions a little bit earlier in the day uh, a lot of things that i'm curious to see what you have to say which I, I'm, I'm really not sure you know a lot of times i think i can predict what you're going to say but there are some of them in here i really have no idea well let's let's get going I, yeah i can't wait to hear what you think about these two um I always I have an idea of what's going on in Jake's mind, but uh, some of these I really don't know where you where you stand. Like, well, the second question we'll get to is fun, but let's do the first one here. This is from Braden on Twitter. This one's fun too. Uh, it doesn't involve dinosaurs though. This is Braden on Twitter who said, "Talk about what they should do about the draft 
for year one and then onwards, which kind of coincides with what the XFL's official Facebook account and Twitter account put out, saying if you were the commissioner, how would you structure a potential XFL draft? Braden obviously wants us to structure the draft and then go beyond. So initially, how do you get players onto teams, Jake? Well, I, I want to talk about the presentation aspect here. I, I think there's two schools of thought. The first is you spend a lot of money and, and make it a big spectacle as close as you can get, you know, to the NFL draft. You have live music, um, you know, maybe you have some of those uh, arm flailing men up there. You have people, you know, <laughs> twisting around the big arrow signs and stuff like that. You spend all that money, you know, to make it a spectacle but I don't know how you're going to watch it. You know, is it again, are they going to come out with a streaming app? Is it just going to be on their website? Are you going to be able to access that on your, on your Roku or, or your fire stick or your Chromecast gimmicks, or they could, you know, do it very scaled back because you don't know exactly how it's work, how it's going just to work. Make it know? a, you, they could just make it like a, a banquet, a dinner. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, maybe, you know, the, the way that the real old NFL drafts did, you just rent out a, a conference room, you know, at a, ho- at a, at a, hotel. At a, at a Hampton Inn or, or something like that. Smoke-filled room with GMs smoking cigars, making picks. Well, yeah, that, it, it, I think the presentation should definitely be something we're allowed, we we could watch and, and uh, be a part of. But what about the structure of the draft? What do you want to see? What kind of draft do you want to see the XFL put on? There's a, a bunch of different ways you could do this. I am in favor of an auction draft. 75, 35, 45, well, maybe not like that with people holding up the paddles. But I, I like a, an, an open – see, this is what's difficult is that there's probably going to be a cap. All the teams are owned by the league. So uh, it's – Maybe you could allot points to each team or, I guess, cash value, and they have to work within a budget of the players they get. That would be fun to see. might be a little bit more confusing for the fans and not as easy to digest, but it would be something different. I want to I see a, an old-school auction draft. An auction draft, uh, you know, that would be very entertaining. I'll say that. You know, they get all Got to get the old-timey you know, guy, though. 75, 35, who, got, who wants a quarterback? Who wants a quarterback? I got, got the man in the front row from Orlando. Hey, who? How about you in the left? From the West Coast, we got a guy in Los Angeles. Oh, he's getting extreme. 45, 75, 3, dude, sold. Somebody get quarterback the to the LA Extreme. Somebody get the conversation started here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just if you want to televise this, you know, it better come off good because you don't want, you don't want, you know, what's that old saying? You know, you only have one time to make a first impression or, or something like that. So you can go with the big spectacle, but if it doesn't come off well on, on TV or, or on your, on your phone or however you're watching it, then people are going to remember that. But then well, again, we, people, people that are tuning in for an online XFL draft are probably with you. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. People who are tuning in are going to be diehards like us. Uh, I'm looking at some of the comments on the XFL's uh, Twitter and Facebook. Some people are saying uh, snake draft. Some One person said no draft, let it be an open market. I don't know how you do that when all the teams are owned by the league. Yeah, I, uh, I, got, I, got, I got one here. Now, do you think, you know, if the, uh, if the LA Extreme are back, should they get the first pick? Yeah, because yeah. That, that's I'm, something somebody suggested, or should they get the last pick? Very much, very much in favor of the LA Extreme getting the first pick, for for sure. Uh, of maybe like a a forty round draft, and it and it 
you could you could snake it even to make it a little bit more fair. But the LA Extreme should definitely get get the uh, first pick, and and it should be this is the XFL. We're trying to make things really fast, so you get thirty seconds to make your pick. <laughs> now, Maybe not now, that quick. Now, now what about? Uh, and I wish Vince was here because he could really you know uh, clue me in on this. Uh, how uh, you know Turner and WCW they did that battle bowl or whatever where it was a blind draft you know you, you picked whoever your tag team partner was what if you just go up there and close your eyes and you know stick your hands and, and what if it's as simple as a hat with folded pieces of paper inside of it yeah and you or don't know what you're gonna get that's I see a lot of people on Twitter suggesting the old the old lottery tumbler that that's very dramatic and fun the old tumbler pulling the, the lottery balls out. Picking uh, and you, that team gets the pick. Uh, I like this guy JT on Twitter. He said the city with the best Philharmonic scene goes first, and so on and so on. <laughs> Giant Plinko board. Have, see now, nah, see the, with all of her luck in charge now, though. I think this is going to be a lot, a lot more straight laced, a lot, a lot less gimmicky than it might have been maybe in two thousand one, which is unfortunate, but probably the wise decision, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think it is, you know, play it safe. Yeah. We got someone saying a lottery draft. That makes sense. Uh, someone told the XFL pay me and I'll tell you, don't think that's happening. Oh, what about, you know, all other replacements, just, you know, regional tryouts for your team. That's, that's kind of what the, what the AAF is doing with regional drafts. That's, you know, you're going to be someone who either played high school locally or in the college, in a college in that area, and then you are f- eligible to be drafted by all the teams, but the team in your area gets first dibs on you wherever you tried out. That's kind of how they're doing things. Do you think the XFL should maybe consider what the AAF's doing? Uh, possibly. I, I think what the AAF does is going to be good for the XFL because they can see how – you know they can see if it worked or if it didn't work. They're, they can see how they how they're going to do it. That's one advantage they have. Uh, I just want to say, you know, if if you're coming out, you know, the, the surefire way if they're doing these regional tryouts is to just you know wear a Polk High jersey because you're going to get picked up <laughs> just, just like that, no questions asked. <laughs> uh, I I love it. Uh, we we should have lobbying. Maybe everybody gets to go up. You get thirty seconds to <laughs> cut a to promo. Yes, to present your case why you should be picked. Um, no, those are all funny, but the probable way I would say is a snake draft, uh, kind of like how you do a fantasy football draft every year. I think everybody's familiar with that, and that might even draw a lot, oh pretty cool attention if you want people to actually watch your draft whenever you put it together. I, I'm really interested to see if the AAF has a draft that's uh, televised or at least streamed. The XFL, I hope this time around, will do that. Thanks for, for the tweet there, Braden. And uh, the XFL, Jake, has some more stuff for us with their crowdsourcing. Yeah, I mean, some people may not like these hypothetical questions, but I love them, and we're going to get to them. Yeah, let's do it. At XFL2020 on Twitter now, Jake. With Jurassic World now in theaters, we couldn't help but wonder, what type of dinosaur would make the best XFL team name? I, I think there's only one answer, and it's the T-Rex. The T-Rex? The, 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 the Tennessee T-Rexes. 
The tet the tet what about the Texas Tyrannosauri? Tyrannosaurus? That's, that's possible. I mean, you gotta keep it you gotta keep it simple, you know. It's gonna have to be, you know, a, a dinosaur everybody knows, like the T Rex or you know, the pterodactyl or the, the stegosaurus, the triceratops, something like that. You don't wanna go too deep, you know, you don't wanna alienate the fan base with like uh the Boston Ankylosauruses or something like that. that. That's a little too a little too inside baseball. Oh, so you got, it can't be one of the more obscure. What is Stegosaurus too obscure? I like Stegosaurus. No, no, I think Stegosaurus is well known. But that's a that's a, that's an omnivore. Is that that's not a carn, carnivorous? No, I, I don't believe. So. I believe oh. he's a plant eater. Yeah. Oh, oh, an herbivore. And you're, you really don't want the mascot for your team to be a vegetarian. <laughs> what do you make of the XFL blatantly? Uh, piggybacking on trending topics on Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's it's smart. Get the conversation started. Yeah. Whatever's trending at the moment, the XFL could possibly be tweeting about it. That's one thing I like about their account so far. Um, let's see. Like, let's go what's trending in the world as we uh, put this show together. Uh, did uh, they do something with the World Cup? Uh, they, I think they I don't think they have yet, actually. Do you think it looks like Tom Arnold is trending? Do you think, the, hey, everybody, remember Tom Arnold? Who would you want to? What? What team know. would Tom Arnold be a good assist? Be a good, <laughs> you know, defensive back coach for? <laughs> I don't know how they could do that one, but um, yeah, like they're piggybacking off of a lot of different trending topics. Uh, that being one of them, uh, we have one a listener submitted. This is uh, from. I don't know. We don't have a name. They just said, uh, hey, hey, roll tide. Uh, they And they're asking us, should the final game for the championship in the XFL be played against Alabama? Uh, <laughs> yeah. If, the, championship, the, the champions of the XFL have to play Alabama to, to really be called the champions. That's that's. I mean, if Alabama is all for it, although, you know, at this time of the year, most of their class is going to be drafted already, so – uh, I, I don't know what the team would look like. I know I do know that as an LA Extreme fan, if we win the championship again, uh, I'm going to be holding up a sign at the uh, next uh, at the XFL draft, and I'm going to be tweeting out after we win it all, saying hashtag We want Bama. No matter what you win, any sport now, that's what you that's what you say after you win these days. The Mexican national soccer team did that, Jake. They even said queremos Bama. They want Bama. They want Alabama. Yes, the Mexican uh, fans did. They said after their big win against Germany, we want Bama now. I mean, that's <laughs> it's a slippery slope. You know, you can pay the ex, you know, the XFL players. You know that you can pay them, but you can't pay the Alabama students. Yeah. So, and unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. I would, I would love to see it. XFL asked this really serious question that I, I had to actually sit back and think about and reassess if I did in fact uh, was against this and I, 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 I'm standing my, uh, my keeping my position on this they asked if you're the commissioner of the XFL if you were Oliver Luck would you utilize instant replay if so how if not why and I've told you before Jake I'm anti-instant replay if every league has it uh, why not be the league that doesn't and see what happens so I'm I'm saying no instant replay simply because we could all we could all get behind human error if there's no replay being utilized we understand that I know after that then people say if we only had replay that play wouldn't have been botched but 
I think it's all part of the fun of sport. However, every single major sport utilizes replay. I see no way it isn't in the XFL. But I'm anti-replay still. How about you? Well, you got to remember that even with instant replay, human error can still be involved. We we've seen that firsthand, which doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, the the purpose of instant replay is to remove that human error, but unfortunately, it, you know, it doesn't always get that right. I I would utilize instant replay in a very limited capacity. Uh, you know, nothing like the XFL now. Nothing like where. If you're reviewing for one thing, but you see something else, you know that that is off. That is off limits. It's working really well in the World Cup right now. It's very, very rarely done well in football. Uh, their their Twitter poll they put up got over eight thousand votes, and it was an eighty percent to twenty percent final vote tally for yes over no when it comes to instant replay. So I'm in a large minority here, Jake. I just get. I guess I'm just trying to harken back to a bygone era that's never going to make a return. Well, I, I think a lot of that, or I'm hoping a lot of that, eighty percent is thinking like me. They want limited instant replay, but not NFL instant replay. Also, unfortunately, this was posted on Twitter as well. So many of the probably a lot, a lot of the Twitter troglodytes probably just meant thought this meant do you want instant replays shown on tv when you're watching games (laughs) do you want to see a replay of the touchdown (laughs) yes hey did you miss that play do you want to see a replay of it Uh, that's not what they meant but uh whatever all right uh we have more questions here this one comes from a buck who hit us up on facebook at xfl show and buck said if you could keep one xfl team uh city and name from 2001 what would it be I would keep Orlando, actually, and I believe they're going to do that. The Orlando Rage? You would keep the Orlando Rage? Yes, I, yes, I would keep the Rage. Why? Uh, they were... Because of, the, because of the city, because of the logo, the name, I, all I of it? Because of He Hate Me. He was on Vegas. He was on Vegas? Yeah. Oh, well, then maybe Orlando isn't as uh, as iconic as I'm remembering. <laughs> Yeah, you got that mixed up with the Vegas Outlaws. It's the same color scheme, I think, right? <laughs> uh, they, they both had red somewhere in there. Did Rod Smart go to go to a UCF? That's the school in Orlando. I I don't know. About if that. you could get if you uh, if you could guess Rod Smart's college, oh, Western Kentucky. He went to Lakeland Senior High School though, which is uh not far. That's in Florida, so we were close. Oh, we almost had that. No, Jake. Yeah, come on. That's would you? I mean, Vegas outlaw. Would you award the only XFL champions and bring back uh, the extreme? Of course. That's it's my team. Of course, I want to bring back the extreme. That's no question. They got the the best logo, the best team. They they played in the best stadium. Although they probably would play in that brand. Oh man, we're seeing mock-ups now and more things coming out about the new LA football stadium. It is going to be a palace. Wish the XFL would be involved in that. They're probably going to be putting into into the StubHub Center, as my guess, where the Chargers are now. But yeah, I'm bringing back the LA Extreme. But I think if we polled everyone out there, maybe we'll put this up as a poll question on our Twitter account at XFL Show. Uh, I have a feeling the Vegas Outlaws would win, Jake. They a lot of people love that logo, the colors, and it's Vegas. I, I mean, are you just voting on the logo, or are you voting for this question? Yeah, you're just voting on this question. I mean, whatever goes into I, it. I think I, I think a lot of them could be returning. I would, you know, I would ditch the hit name 
the hitman uh, name. I, I'd keep the city. Uh, you know, I I don't know about. I think you know you'd change you'd change it from the enforcers. I'd still keep Chicago on that. I think you're going to see some repeats here, but maybe yeah, just cha- changing changing the logo, the name, and the color scheme just to distance yourself from uh, from a one and done league. Yeah, I think we'll see maybe one or two return, and uh, I definitely expect new logos, freshened up logos. But thanks for the question, Buck. That was fun. Uh, this one comes. Uh, oh, this is a good one. You're gonna like this. Another piggybacking off of a trending topic. XFL 2020 tweeted out in celebration of hashtag Make Music Day. What sort of music would you like to hear played at XFL games? I, I gotta ask right now, and maybe I'm a little ignorant to this. What is Make Music Day? Um, hashtag Make Music Day is, is this na- is uh. I mean, is this a just one of those things how like music? I don't know. It's a June twenty first. I know that. So it was earlier in the week, and uh, it's uh, a day where it's an annual music celebration. I don't know. It's it's French. All right. Well, I it's guess a French te- gimmick. I guess technically, I celebrated. Uh, I, I think you want to hear many genres. You know, you want to hear the Gary Glitters, definitely. You know. Whenever you're there, you want to hear who let the dogs out. You want to hear a lot of those stereotypical big stadium arena shows. But I think while, you know, while, while the fans are walking in, taking their seats, you want to be pumping some Judas Priest, I think, to get people ready. And all the 80s hair metal you could you could fit onto one laptop connected to the speakers at the stadiums <laughs> and, and you play all that. But let's go. Let's just go through the Twitter uh, responses to this. We've got some Taylor Swift gifts. Uh, eh, if you want to play uh, Bad Blood, I, I, I'm down for that. For some Taylor Swift, um, people asking for some rap rock. So people, I guess, some Limp Biscuit maybe should be in order. Uh, we've got some Hulk Hogan playing the guitar. Real American uh, Attitude Era entrance songs. Definitely, I definitely want to hear some Brawl for All and Hardcore Holly music played. <laughs> At these uh, games, uh, well, you got some Ric Flair gifts. Lots of wrestler wrestling fans chiming in. Uh, any okay? I'm with this guy on Twitter, Kevin on Twitter. Anything but that White Stripe song. I've had enough of that one, Jake. <laughs> oh, the uh, what Seven Nation Army or whatever. Oh, everyone does it. Yeah, it's no fun. It's no fun anymore. It's it's kind of like Crazy Train, right? Everybody plays Crazy Train. I, I'm done. Yeah, with but I, I think it might be one of those staples, you know, for for big stadium shows. I don't know. You, you want you want a you want a mix of everything. You got to throw in whatever's popular today. Which I, I don't know who's who's popular today on on the you know, on the pop hits. I don't know. Uh, I think. I think it's no, it's it's uh, artists like Hailstorm and Fozzie are really popular with the kids these days. Okay, well then, yeah, you definitely want to play that. And uh, and I'm with Gonzalo as well, who said Puro Tejano. Yeah, a lot of Tejano music is what I'm down for as well. Some Tex-Mex. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be regional. Also, you know what you play in Houston could be different from what you play in uh, you know in Albany. Yeah, exactly. Like in yeah, if you're in Texas, you're probably going to hear a lot of uh, Pantera. If and if it's a team, maybe in in the Bay Area, it's going to be Metallica. So it's, it all depends. Uh, it's really fun to see the people's answers to to this. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of people, fans of metal and rap. There you go. Yeah. Re- reggae thrash. I don't, I don't, I'm down for whatever. Uh, I mean, we, we, we can all agree on one thing. Whenever it's fourth and inches and your team's on defense, you know, you're only going to hear one song. Uh, I, I believe you're talking about uh, uh, sticks. Am, am I correct? You want to hear some uh, reggae? Depending on what what part of the country you're in, possibly, but I was going to say hell, Hell's Bells. Oh, Hell's Bells. Okay. Well, as long as that you got you got to get a good DJ. A good that's all that matters. Wherever you are, um, the music, of course, a big part of the game. But that was, of course, the XFL's gift that they tweeted out with that is a uh, Wayne Garth and the crew headbanging in the Mirthmobile. So, whoever's running their account. It's doing a good job. What if they brought over, you know, from the hockey experience and they just had an old man on an organ up there? <laughs> what if they just do what do all the things the Vegas Golden Knights do? Do all of that and you'll be good. They, everybody has their – they could have house bands. Too. Hell yeah. House bands, sirens, explosions, and lasers. That's what people want from the the, the – Show the showy experience, the show business portion of a of a sporting event, which all all big venues need these days. Uh, let's see, do we have anything else here? I think we've covered it. There you go. A Roger in Omaha hit us up, Jake. He asked, "Now that the XFL is named Ollie Luck as CEO commissioner, what position slash announcement comes next? Will they announce cities, a TV deal, a new another a coaches?" Another I, coaches, he said, but he just meant coaches. I think you're going to get information on how you're going to be able to watch these games other than being there in person. So you think and, uh, that will come b- b- before cities? I, I believe it will. I, I think cities are a while off. Yeah, when you were, what, uh, over a year and eight months away, right? So i would I would venture to guess t v deal too I like that I'm gonna say they're gonna announce probably... now, what do you think their t v deal is going to be on well, traditional t v as we know it I don't think it's gonna be on traditional t v I think this is gonna go the cable route I think this is gonna go the the fox sports one route because w w e has that big deal now with uh Smackdown live and Fox maybe. There's going to be a way to figure in the XFL. They've got that FS1 and FS2 channel that that really is going to be in dire need of some original programming, especially after the World Cup. I, I could see the XFL airing on the Fox uh, cable sports cha- sports cable channels. So you're you're telling me people in a garage aren't going to be able to watch the XFL? It's not going to be on one of the big four networks. Maybe the championship game will air on Fox. But I doubt that. I think this is going to be a cable venture and streaming. Well, how are you going to? I mean, I mean, how are you going to get that on a on a major network? It took the WWE years to get a spot like that weekly. And look at the AAF; they only have two games airing on CBS proper. They've got the first game and the championship game. Everything else is going to be on CBS Sports Network. I thought and they were going to have like one game a week on CBS. Is that? No, so one I game a week for the that. AAF is going to be on the CBS Sports Network. Their game of the week will be there, and then all their other games will be streamed. Oh, okay. The championship game will be on CBS. According to their announcement. And that's kind of what I expect from the XFL, but I doubt they even get one game on 
one of the big four networks. Uh, and I think those are all the questions that I have compiled here, Jake. We went through the mailbag. Let me pull my hand down in the mailbag a little deeper. Let me see if I got anything. Uh, this one says, do you want to see – yep, last one. This one comes from uh, B in, in Louisiana. Do you want to see Tommy Maddox back in some capacity? Uh, as they would say in Louisiana, B, may yeah. Of course I want to see Tommy Maddox. Of course. But, but do you want to see him doing anything other than, like, you know, the coin toss? Maybe he flips the coin. I want to see him as an analyst or something. I don't know. Maybe the uh, the Tony Romo of the XFL. Who knows? He could be the one of the – that would be so great if Tommy Maddox was calling XFL games, don't you think? We've, we've got Tommy Maddox and Jesse the body on the call for this one. <laughs> I don't know about the body. Uh, he's he's kind of off the reservation these days, but I'd love I'd love to see him. I doubt that happens. But, yes, we want Tommy Maddox involved. You know where I want Tommy Maddox, Jake? On this damn show. That's my goal before the end of the year is us to get an interview with Tommy Maddox. You think we could do it? I, I hope he can make it. Well, we'll see. We're going to do our damnedest to get Tommy Gunn on the show one day. But until then, we're going to keep giving you great – Episodes like this with your questions, the mailbag episodes. Jake and I love them. Actually, Jake, our last mailbag episode, I believe, is our most downloaded episode ever. So people love hearing their questions answered. If you keep asking us questions, we'll keep answering them with mailbag episodes. At XFL Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The website is thisisthexflshow.com. Jake, you got anything left for this week, man? Uh, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for uh, sending in your questions. Keep them coming. And we will keep coming with great episodes talking XFL and, of course, the AAF with all their news coming out. We've got it all on lock for you. I know it's hard to keep up sometimes, but that's what we're here for because this is the XFL show. We'll see you next week. Remember, they're listening.